75 degrees in Kalamazoo at WKZO. A good Saturday morning and welcome to this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center right there at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Phone lines will have open for you, 382-4280, 1-877-382-4280. And let's welcome in the, the host of Over the Garden Fence, Andy Waddell. Hey, Jim, how are you? Oh, doing fantastic. Beautiful day outside. It is sunny and uh, uh, get your gardening started early, maybe. Right. I actually did that this morning uh, real early. Got out there with the old watering cans. So. Tim, good job. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Tim did gardening. I did already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It was dry. It, dry. it was. It was. And uh, that's, you know, thinking about uh, that might be some of the main topics is the concern mm-hmm. of how dry it is and the, you know, drought conditions that we are kind of experiencing. Right mm-hmm. Now. Mm-hmm. now, I did walk in this morning and I did hear some good news that I did. I hear rains are in the uh, forecast, guys. Are in the near future. So maybe not over the weekend, but uh, beginning maybe early next week. There you go. Stay tuned. So, hey, thanks for having me and thanks for everybody listening in. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, something that you like like in your yard or maybe don't like in your yard give us a call at 382-4280 or text us at 80373 thank you everybody so good morning and welcome to over the garden fence with your host andrew waddell and i just wanted to ask uh did you have a great week out in the garden sounds like tim did trying to get some watered um did you get something planted this week did you pull some weeds you get some spraying done hmm bugs or weeds or disease or maybe all of them above tell me what you got done in your garden this week what projects were getting completed i'd love to know one of our family projects i've been talking about last few years ashley brings our family together tim a little bit um eli who has now turned 13 you know Uh is in charge of the tractor and everything Uh every um you know anything that has a motor on it so (laughs) (laughs) so he getting grandpa's tractor and um you know bringing out the trailer and bringing out all the um stuff to plant the garden with now tomatoes and broccoli and onions all needed to be planted but the raised gardens needed to be cleaned first clean them all out not necessarily the wife doesn't want to put the hands way down into the ground you never know what you bring up sometimes uh, yeah. tim and even the other night i brought up a really nice salamander oh, which is really nice and cute <laughs> but everybody's like ah what is that i'm like it's good it's a good thing it's a good thing but <laughs> you know that's so i'm cleaning out all the weeds getting out all the quack that's coming up and uh putting in tomatoes broccoli and onion and we have now four raised gardens and are actually planning on doing more this spring we just ran out of room for our potatoes also nearing a completion a building a wall out of a made in michigan product called rosetta high format it is a company that's made out of charlevoix and we're putting up a coda wall or very large um retaining wall so we can extend out our old dilapidated back patio soon to be with fire pit pizza oven and grill counter heated um steps because um i've said before uh it sometimes those steps being womanized can be very greasy tim you get a, a rainy day or in the winter time it's facing northwest mm-hmm. and that womanized gets really slick we're going to make sure that the the steps are clean all the time instead of throwing salt down all the time 
patio will be laid with dimensional flagstone, that's square pieces, rectangular pieces of blue stone and gray slate in the color, color tones on the patio. Oh, looking forward to getting that done. I'm trying to aim to get it done towards <clears throat> Father's Day weekend or close to it. So maybe um, there's lots of other things to do in the yard. Are you looking for excitement? A little more things to get done? Somebody sometimes said the other day, I'm not sure what I'm going to do in the yard today. It'd be a great time for maybe, what they say earlier about the garden, chilling up for more ground for additional vegetable garden. There's still lots of time to put in vegetables. To put in another flower bed. Fertilize perennial flower gardens. Pull some additional weeds to the garden. Maybe you need to water first before you pull. Spreading out weed preventer to eliminate any new weeds. Hanging up another hummingbird feeder. Yes, Tim, the other, uh, the other night I watched a hummingbird battle. And they were, <laughs> they were going at it on a certain flower. And, you know, and the one was coming in. And the other one was going around it trying to get into the flower. It's kind of neat. Spreading slug bait around the hostas. We just put um, additional hostas around the garden. And uh, looking at them, um, letting the dog use the restroom this morning, watching the hostas getting all little holes in them. I know I need slug bait. Watering the hanging baskets on the deck and the planters on the deck. Maybe it is time to do some drip irrigation. We got nice kits that you can put your hanging baskets or planters right on the deck and have drip on a timer you don't have to mess with. We're at the store digging up all our tulips that are spent or uh, matured, we'll say, and uh, lifting those up and taking the um, old flower stems off if they're shriveled, snapping off all the little baby and uh, putting them in um, uh, storage for the summertime. We actually, this week, we changed the oil and sharpened the blades on the mower. So everybody fires up the mower really quick in the spring. And <clears throat> later on then, Tim, you're like, uh -huh. man, there's a spot right down the middle. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It's turning brown, and I think it's a disease. They bring it in, and the top of the lawn was just shredded. It oh. looked like somebody, um, um, you know, having um, split ends. Uh -huh. the, the girls used to have a problem with split ends years ago. Um how about just filling the wild bird feeder with sunflower seed? Getting your bird feeder cleaned out for the sunflower seed. I was removing quack grass out of the beds the other night, and oh boy, does it want to intrude into those fresh beds. So spraying kills all in the driveway uh, will sure take care of a lot of that. So I'm just letting you know there's a lot of garden possibilities. Sound overwhelming? Not really. Not for a green thumber. Um, really think when completed, you kind of feel, don't you kind of feel once in a while, Tim, you're like, ah, I got something done. Yes. Gee whiz. Yes. Even if it's like cleaning your own car sometimes, you're like, holy <laughs> smokes, who lives in this thing, you know? But once the job is done, it feels like um, every one of those activities provides good exercise. Improved environment increases property value. It actually relieves stress and gives a great deal of satisfaction. And as an added bonus, all this gardening fun is just one step right out the door. Work until you're tired and then sit back and enjoy the view. 
You don't need to fire up the car and go somewhere. You don't need a gym membership, though. <clears throat> we have one. I'm just saying there's a lot of exercise right at the house. It sure is. The benefits of gardening are endless. It's no wonder folks uh, garden more than golf, fish, and biking combined. Green Thumbers, you're in good company. Last year, we filled many of our deck and planters, uh, patio planters with container soil two or three weeks before the planting. This year, time has not allowed me to get them done and pre-filling containers why it is so important. If your container plantings are settling like ours are, be sure to top them off with fertile loam, high-yield soil. Um, it's got good nutrients to get things started. And then I like to sprinkle on some Osmocote four-month fertilizer. Uh, that'll encourage root structure to go. And then every other week, feed with a fertile loam root and bloom, the liquid uh, uh, soluble plant fertilizer, and we call that dessert for annuals, dessert for tomatoes, and definitely dessert for hydrangeas. This morning would be a good time, like you just said, um, like Tim said, to think about are those container plants dry? Maybe today is the day, like Tim said, to grab a watering can and go out on the deck. Get some watering done this morning while it's early. So, Tim, we're saying we have a, a texture coming up. We yes, can, um, we do. Take, take that information if you want. All right, let's head there first. And, again, if you do have a comment or question for Andy this morning, 382-4280, 1-877-382-4280. Or you could text that to 80373. Just like this uh, person who says the uh, lawn being invaded by horse plant. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's what they think is called. A regular herbicide's not working real well because the leaves are real thin on that, so they want to know how to get rid of those. Yep. So with thin weeds, um, it, it can go right back down to Creeping Charlie. If you guys look at some of those weeds, that weed leaf is designed on purpose so it will shed off. A lot of times it has an angle or a curvature to it or the thinness of that leaf that's why spreader sticker is so important. It's a oil-based item that allows a surfactant to allow the um, ability for herbicide, fungicide, and insecticide to be <clears throat> better or work better, and it makes things stick Tim, to the foliage better of that plant. Okay. So number two, you might want to water 24 hours in advance, okay. get the weed active, and then go ahead and spray in the morning. A lot of times we'll, we um, use Kills All with spreader sticker or in the lawn where you don't want to kill, weed-free zone with spreader sticker. Jim sprayed the other day at the nursery, Tim, and then in, it's been many weeks, many weeks. So, But many weeks ago we had a rain just right. two hours after, and Jim was surprised with the two-hour turnaround. I mean, they have two-hour rain, and we got really good results just with the rain a couple hours later. Nice. So that spreader sticker allows things to stick or work better for you. So, Sounds good. Okay. And uh, let's see, we'll take a quick break, step aside for a moment. Again, if you have a comment or question for Andy this morning, this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. Over the Garden Fence on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
Add a touch of beauty to your outdoor living space with the great selection of natural stone at Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. They carry over 40 varieties of natural stone in bulk, so you can get exactly the amount you need. And now, all bulk stone is 13% off. Waddell's carries flagstone in a variety of sizes and colors, perfect for walkways, paths, patios, and poolside areas. Your choice of rose, bluestone, sandstone, Black Hills rustic, plumwood, or Tennessee quartz, all 13% off. Add some dimension to your garden with boulders, also on sale. Have questions about what would work best for you? Bring your area measurements to Waddell's and talk to one of their helpful experts. They'll help you estimate how much stone you will need to complete your patio, stairway, wall, or water garden, and be glad to give you more ideas to add that finishing touch. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Streets. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Waddell's.com. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM WKZO as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. Comments and questions, 382-4280-1877-382-4280 or text that comment or question to 80373. Once again, Andy Waddell. Hey, thanks everybody. And um, why I was stuck on those deck and patio planners a few months ago, Tim, was I always remember going to my mom and dad's deck in the later part of the summer and go, ah. You guys got such nice flowers, and then you go back home, and mine are like fried in a little six-inch plastic pot. Well, a lot of times, Jordan Joyce would put all their hanging baskets in nice moss baskets, a lot bigger. They'd transplant them right away. So get the plastic out, get the moss basket in, create a bigger holding area for that root. Number two, with that Osmocote, as far as feeding all day, every day, and the root and bloom to make it, you know, a little dessert for that. It really, they're begonias and petunia. I just remember from shade to sun how well they did. So that's why I'm just helping people along. Excellent. With um, one of our favorite plants, everybody, rhododendron and azalea. But they are getting, with the heat, close to being done blooming. Not all azaleas are done. So some oh. people, okay, deciduous azaleas, a lot of them have a June-July flower time. So make sure you are pruning the right plant. But rhododendron that have finished and azaleas that have finished, it is actually time to fertilize and time to prune. Go ahead and deadhead by using your fingers or your hand or a small scissors or pruners and cutting the old flower and the old pistol and stamen out of there. If you take your cutting back and cut it down, you'll see where it will branch out two, three, and four times better and possibly flowers on each one of those right now. Now is the time with, again, remember, proper water that you can cut a rhododendron hard. This is the time to prune. Look at your stem wood, and you will realize if you look down at the old wood, you will find buds that are sitting there dormant. you got to have some leaves that you leave on in the plant, of course. But you can cut a rhododendron fairly hard right now, providing water so the new growth comes out and doesn't doesn't uh, um, dehydrate I'll put it that way I recommend Hollytone we talked about feeding Hollytone's a great organic based um, fertilizer with iron and other trace elements that really keep your rhododendron and azalea healthy and actually blooming their best also many spring flowering shrubs we we um, we know are pretty much done flowering make the best time 
to prune them now. Pruning now will encourage good flower for next year, like lilac, early spring. Again, Tim, there's summer flowering lilacs mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. with like bloomerang and um, some of the varieties. Just make sure even bloomerang, which is done flowering, if you did a nice haircut, it'll set up flower for the summertime. Forsythia, quince, white flowering spirea. Those all need to have their old stems removed and new branches pruned back to keep the plants compact. Prune off old flower stems as well. A lot of that is if, if you get it done now, they will set flower good for next year. As I'm working through <clears throat> some of those plants for sure, we have seen um, quite a, ver- a variety of insects coming on. It might be the year of the bug. You never know. So let's take care of them now instead of later on figuring out what's wrong. Spittlebug and four-line plant bug have been very active in many flower gardens. Um, you'll see spittlebug almost like a little, oh, like somebody spit on the on the little, you know, leaf, leaf, uh, Shasta oh, okay. Daisy gets it really easy. And uh, control the spest, uh, very easy with the control of 10% permethrin. If you didn't have a time for feeding your flower perennial beds, again, don't delay. Plant tones scratched in around each perennial clump and a good soaking will surely help bring up a lot of flower and a good additional summer growth. Leaf slugs. The slippery little critters that eat holes in rose bushes, serviceberry, ornamental pear are very, very active. Control leaf bugs before damage is seen with spray of 38+. And I'm just talking about spring. Remember, everybody, 72 degrees or lower. We might not have that today. I don't know what today's. Oh, we're looking at about 90, and we're at 75 right now. Okay, so so probably hold off on spraying. You know, um, just by chance, Tim, we were at a... um, at a job in South Haven, our crew was planting, and at the other end, the deer were eating. <laughs> and they'd go to lunch, oh, man. and they would come and pull some of the perennials out of the ground. So we, Caleb wanted to make sure, uh, our foreman Caleb would tell, and he sprayed deer spray on the hydrangeas just to make the guys they go away. Well, it was the wrong time of the day. Oh, boy. I, it took them down. They're not dead by no means, but it's just, you know, make sure, you know. So Timing the, is everything. Timing is everything, everybody. So I'm just letting you know. Um, so uh heard the other day some folks almost talking about their missing marigold. Hmm, was it my neighbor? Was it my dog? Gardeners who distinctly remember planting their marigolds one day on their garden border on Saturday found them missing on Monday. The only evidence is a thin, leafless stem that often uh, has an occasional lifeless flower. (laughs) The culprit had been found working after 11 o'clock on a windless night. He's uh, been identified as ground slugs. Yes, the slugs are out in great numbers. Slugs are easy to please uh, if they only have marigolds, hostas, and dahlias to feed on. Somebody said, well, I don't don't see the slugs. Well, they don't come out during the day. Mm -hmm. It's hot during the day. Kill slugs now was scattering a bugetta um, by fernalome, dampening the soil late in the day would surely help control these bugs. So um, I'll talk one more thing about bugs, right. and I want to go in my um, my cousin got some real exciting roses that uh, 
Uh, yeah, some new ones that have come on that she's been waiting for that we want to talk about in a few minutes ago. Right. So I'm excited, but I'm also not, not necessarily excited about introducing this, but I want everybody to help out maybe a little bit. Okay. Okay. I know we've talked about Emerald Ashbor over the mm -hmm. years, okay? And Emerald Ashbor has come and gone, okay? Then we've had a boxwood blight. Well, right now there is something also um, called a boxwood, um, so a box tree moth, or it loves boxwood. Uh, okay. And it has been quarantined um, throughout Asia and Canada. It has not been here, unfortunately, MSU and corporate extension has found a few infested shrubs in the spring of 2021 that has been brought into Michigan. So the adult has have a white body and white wings surrounded by a wide band, giving them a distinctive appearance. If you go on MSU's website, you'll see them very easily. The individuals can have brown wings and very few markings on some of them. Look for caterpillars that are expected to be um, almost green with bold black stripes. And um, you'll probably find in another week or two adult moss to be found. Now, we just had our inspector out just recently. We're trying to keep up on things. But if there's anything, you have the time, maybe take a look. Did you recently buy boxwood? Maybe it came from out of state. You're not quite sure. So uh -huh. take a look. They are definitely wanting to see if you have found something. You, uh, if, if you have found it, you go to the M-D-A-R-D, that's capital M, capital D-A-R-D, dash nursery, C-E, at Michigan.gov. So we'll go one more time. Okay. Capital M, capital D, capital A, capital R, capital D dash nursery n u r s e r y capital c capital e at michigan.gov they're saying if you don't see anything or you're not you know just concerns you do not have to email but if you do see something definitely send a picture they are very concerned about controlling this bug so because when I when I think of moth, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's at night. They're being attracted to a white light. So is this something that you would see during the day as well? Right now, you'd see the larvae or the the, the worm okay. on on the plant itself. Okay. In a couple weeks, they're gonna um, mature and they will go into moth form that will be drawn to this um, to this uh, plant also at the same time. So we're hoping maybe. Uh, we work very hard on our sprays. I will tell you right now, aphid is a, quite a rampant item that is going around, whether my yard or um, other nurseries, including uh, um, the other night, even in, in my fruit trees, I could see some of them, even after they've been sprayed. So, you know, just keep an eye on things, too. We're just trying to help you. So um, we could take a break, Tim. Just talk about bugs and then let's get into maybe some of these new roses all right sounds good and of course uh, we'll take your comments and questions as well 382-4280-1877-382-4280 we'll take a check of some headlines and be right back news radio 590 106.9 fm wkzo Weddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center wants to help you attract the many beautiful and colorful birds Michigan boasts to your own backyard with our bird feeding sale event if you're looking to satisfy your cardinals, get safflower seed. All size bags on sale this week. 
Black Oil Sunflower Seed will make a lot of your feathered friends happy. The 50-pound bag is on sale for just $25.75. If you enjoy feeding the birds but aren't a fan of the leftover holes, get George's No Waste Blend. It's 100% of the hearts with no mess to clean up. Want to create a bird sanctuary they'll never want to leave? Bring your measurements of the area you want to transform to adults and talk to one of their helpful experts. They'll help you pick out the right feeders and bats and will be glad to give you more ideas to add finishing touches. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Street. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Woodell's.com. Need some shade as the weather gets warmer? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has a great selection of top quality trees and getting the right tree at the right price is easy. Just ask any one of the Waddell's Michigan Certified Green Industry Professionals for their ideas about which shade trees would be best for your outdoor living area. And don't forget about Dad. Father's Day is coming up and a tree from Waddell's makes a great gift. And just in time to celebrate Father's Day, Waddell's is hosting their 15% off tree sale. Waddell's grows most of their trees in their local nursery so you can be assured of top quality, fully branched trees that are ready for you to enjoy. From 10 foot to 12 foot autumn blaze maples to your choice of 10 different Japanese maples to the beautiful shaped ginkgos that look great well into the fall, there is something for everyone and every yard at Waddell's during their 15% off tree sale. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Streets. Call 345-1195 for curbside pickup or shop anytime at Waddell's.com. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. As we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence, your comments and questions, welcome 382-4280-1877-382-4280. Or you could text that comment or question to 80373. Once again, your host, Andy Waddell. Hey, thank you, everybody. And um, Kim, can I make a quick comment about our ad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of neat because um, our farm, or our Waddell's farm, we have 76 acres that we grow those trees that Ad just said. Mm. And that way, um, a lot of times trees are sold with burlap and a wire basket yep. on them or called bald and burlap. But you know that tree has been growing for umpteen years in the field, suddenly cut out by a mechanical spade who can't think and just digs. Right. And whatever the spade takes root-wise is what gets in that root ball. Then it goes straight from the field to your house. Okay. Compared to growing things on, taking the shock away for you, letting them grow on. We grow our trees, a lot of those, in pot in the pot system. So we have rows with hundreds, if not thousands of pots set down into the ground that a tree sets down into. So A, the roots stay cool. Mm-hmm. All our trees are drip irrigated, so they pr- you know, get a nice root structure to them. And then we take the hassle away for you. So oh. that way that tree is ready to come in. It's it's uh, nice and rooted in. And if it's not, we, we we evaluate. We make sure. We have a team that definitely looks at them. So this is kind of neat to know that. Well, thank um, you for taking that hassle out of the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I also want roses. That's, that's right. You know, um, my grandfather, <clears throat> people used to come around. I used to help. um take care of the cuttings that he would uh, cut and I would uh, go through and clean the rose bed up for sure but I remember at least I'm guessing 60 60 to 90 75 I could be wrong but 
dozens and dozens of roses, and that's where all the color used to be, Tim. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't perennials for years. It was just perennials have really come a long ways in the last, last 20 years, but roses used to be for the connoisseur, the single flower, very fragrant, big, big, you know, rose um, show looking. Yes, yes. But that's a lot of work. That's yes. a, okay, so more roses have come on nowadays with the availability for lower plant, more flower, lots more disease resistance, and that's what we're looking for from the new homeowner who maybe not doesn't have the time to be out in that right. you know uh, rose garden all day long. So one of our new ones that we have is called Calypso. Calypso is a compact mounted shrub. Um, rose that is covered with repeat blooming apricot flowers bringing color to your landscape throughout the season soft color of the petals accented beautifully by dark glossy green foliage and highly resistant compact size calypso is an ideal accent for garden or foundation planting so really nice uh really nice plant that's going to be coming on um and a lot of them came in with good flower three to four gallon plants right now so our, our next one is called Mystic Fairy. Irresistible blooms of rich red with pink undertones carpets Mystic Fairy in massive clusters all summer long. The new foliage is glossy red, which slowly gives away to dark green mature leaves. A striking compliment to the blooms. Compact, vigorous shrub. Again, Tim, we've been looking for the varieties that are good resistance, to black spot and powdery mildew. So great new addition as far as uh, uh, that plant. Paint the town rose okay. instead of paint the town red. So paint the town is ever blooming red hybrid tea um, shaped blooms that carpet the shrub all season long. Striking flowers are accented by disease resistant, glossy dark green foliage, highlighting an incredible flower effect all summer. Paint the town spreading to mounded shape is well suited for container gardening also or border planting. So kind of a neat plant. <laughs> I like the next one. It's called Pinktopia. Um, Pinktopia's masses of repeat blooming pink flowers surrounded by dark green foliage and red new growth creating a beautiful contrast. Maturing a little bit bigger, maturing roughly in four foot of height, Pinktopia is an ideal accent or even a shrub hedgerows a lot of those plants tim have been worked on over the years i swear we can't find a good climber hmm. so we have red streamer which is new on the market too okay red streamer is vigorous yet compact a lot of times the roses used to only flower way at the top and the whole bottom was all um nasty and big full of big thorns so it's compact disease resistant brilliant summer color Spectacular on a small trellis, yay, or the use of long a fence. Even perfect in a mixed container or a deck or a patio. Excellent disease, disease resistance. It is an open petal uh, rose with yellow center or yellow pistol and stamen. So height of this is six to eight uh, spread in width. So be good along, you know, nice little picket fence mm -hmm. or something like that. So, um <clears throat> There is an item that I, again, George told me for years, and it works. 
and it's called Rose Shield. Okay. And anybody who has used it probably will raise their right <laughs> hand, and I solemnly swear. Tim, it works really good. And a lot of times you, you come out and you're like, what has happened to my rose? Where'd it go? You know, there's a lot of things that love roses. Sure. So Rose Shield creates this shield over the plant. Again, we talked about not spring in the heat of the day, but... Mm-hmm. Watering your plant, putting on rose tone. Roses like feeding, just like clematis, four times a year. May, June, July, and August. So there's some good things about roses that are coming on. Okay, we still have a couple of moments left. If you do have a quick comment or question for Andy this morning, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. So, um, <laughs> you know one of my favorite evergreens? Tim used to be we used to grow Colorado spruce and you'd, you'd get a batch of two or three hundred of them put them in the fields and as the plant grew those shiners or that really nice blue mm-hmm. one would stick out and as the plant got older you're like that's the first one I want that one in my <laughs> yard you know but blue spruce uh, it's a shame we don't even sell them anymore and right really? now, there are so many spruce in the area that are really struggling. There is problems before you even get to far. Important to ask, do I even have a spruce? Is it a, because sometimes somebody says, oh, is it a pine tree? <laughs> could be a pine tree, could be, or pinus, could be fir, could be arborvita, or a lot of other con- conifers that grow in Michigan. So let's identify what you have first. A lot of times, Spruce Tim used to be all planted in rows to probably provide that privacy for a neighbor. So you have plants that get really close to each other and their under foliage tends to touch. Ta-da! No air passage. No air passage. No uh, um, wind to go through that plant. Perfect, nice, damp, wet situation for disease to come on. So rhizosophyria or Swiss needle cast is what we're struggling with right now. I will say you need to maybe determine, and um, we have a, I'll stop right now. I have a very good friend, Tim, in the tree removal business. I swear all they're doing is taking down blue spruce. And it's kind of a shame right now. And so make that determination. Do I want to go and um, attack my project? Do I want to maybe thin out. I was at a bank this week and there's probably 40 blue spruce in the back. We're going to take a few out just to get the air to flow through a little bit better. Work on a spray program. Get a good feeding program. So maybe it's taking pictures, bringing in samples and determining, do I want to attack my project on my blue spruce? So I'm sorry, blue spruce, but uh, there's other alternatives that can be um, planted for that spot too. So All right. There's a lot of info and good roses, and we'd love to have you down. Speaking of roses, real quick, are any new roses resistant to Rose Roselle? Is that how I'm pronouncing that right? Rose Rosette. Yep, yep, yep. You know what? Some of these have um, some strong resistance. They are working very hard on that. I know the newer resistant varieties tend to shield that. I would definitely still be using healthy, will will help that rose rosette once a plant gets into it the best thing tim for that is eradication which is unfortunate okay all right thank you very much Andy. that'll wrap it up this week for over the garden fence on news radio 590 106.9 fm wkzo